0: Last week, we looked at diversification of the assets that make up your investment portfolio. That's what most folks think of when the term diversification is used. Think of it as your investment recipe and trying to get all the ingredients in there in all the right proportions. But though less often discussed, no less important is diversifying the tax treatment of your investments. So once that you have a general idea of the way that you want to position and diversify your assets, you need to determine where you want them to reside. For the sake of simplicity, here are four basic types of accounts available to most individuals. Now your situation is going to vary, so just use the following as a guide. The first type of an account is tax deductible and it's tax deferred. Now these are generally referred to as retirement accounts. In a tax-deductible, tax-deferred retirement account, contributions are made to the account with dollars that have not yet been taxed. So in the case of... A 401k or for someone that works for a charity or a church, a 403b retirement account, contributions are made directly from your payroll check before income taxes are deducted. In the case of a traditional individual retirement account, you may take some income tax reduction on your federal income tax return. In both cases, you'll get a tax deduction in the year that you make the contribution, and your funds will grow tax-deferred while they remain in that account, and you're going to owe income taxes at whatever your particular tax rate is whenever you withdraw these funds, presumably at your retirement age. Beginning at age 70 and a half, you're required to take a certain minimum amount out, known as a required minimum distribution, and that's got to be done every year according to an IRS formula. Some individuals may find themselves in a lower tax bracket in retirement. Others may find themselves in a bit higher tax bracket. So don't assume any one thing. Individual circumstances will vary. Well, the second type of an account is a tax-free account. That sounds good, doesn't it? This category would include the so-called Roth IRA and Roth 401k plans, named after the senator that came up with the legislation that established these kinds of accounts. Contributions are made after tax, so there's no deduction on your taxes in the year that you contribute to these plans. But the funds grow tax-free while they're in the account. And if the funds remain in the account until the account holder is either 59 and a half years old or for five consecutive years, whichever one of those is longer, well, then the funds can be withdrawn and can tax-free, all of them. Now, the third type of an account is a tax-deferred account. So this is not tax-deductible and tax-deferred. This is only tax-deferred. So so some individuals don't qualify for individual retirement accounts, either traditional or Roth. The IRS has income limits. If you make too much money in a given year, these attractive tax benefits are simply not offered to you in that tax year. In these cases, contributions may be made to an IRA on a non-tax-deductible basis so that the funds simply may grow on a tax-deferred basis. Income taxes are still going to be owed on the growth, whenever you make uh, distributions from the plan. So similar tax treatment may be achieved through the use of an insurance company's issued deferred annuity. They work in a similar way as a non-deductible IRA. Well, the fourth kind of an account is simply known as a taxable account, oftentimes known as a custodial account. Well, these are simply investment accounts offering no special tax treatment. Contributions to these kinds of accounts are unlimited, but offer no special deductions for making the contribution. Each year as the account grows, then taxes are levied on the portion of the growth attributable to the interest or dividends or realized capital gains. Taxes on each of these categories may vary in scope and amount, so real special care should be exercised when calculating one's tax liability from a taxable or a custodial account. Now, a word about income taxes. Will income taxes be higher or lower in your future? Guess what? You don't know. I don't know. No one knows for sure. For this reason, it would make sense to diversify not only the investments in your investment account, but also the future tax treatment of all those investments. This fundamental uncertainty about the future of tax liability would seem to argue for a diversification in tax strategies as well. Combining one's use of tax-deductible, tax-free, tax-deferred, and taxable accounts may be worth considering with your advisor. The future is unknowable, so not having all your investment eggs or tax eggs in one basket, it just seems to make sense. That is, after all, the essence of diversification. Offering you wisdom on wealth, I'm Byron Moore. Hi, this is Byron. Are you struggling under the burden of debt or wish that you could get out from under all the monthly payments? Are you 100% sure that you're going to have a great retirement or do you still have some doubt? What if I could show you how to get out of debt in nine years or less, including your mortgage, without spending any more money than you're spending right now? Well, if that interests you, then I've got a book just for you. It's called Debt Freedom, and I wrote it. And you can download it for free from our website, debtfreedom.argentadvisors.com. The free book will teach you the steps to achieving your independence from creditors. Just go to debtfreedom.argentadvisors.com. Once again, that's debtfreedom, one word, dot argentadvisors, one word, dot com. Thanks. Tell me what you think about the book.